Hi guys, this is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. Let's go while we're young. I bet you try to in the woods, a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slide. B-Y-A Bushwood. <laughs> no Corey Collins this week. Just me and Casey Earl Flynn. Casey Earl Flynn is in Denver, Colorado. And me, McGee, I, I, I am in Dania, Florida. And uh, it's time for us to do a little, little wrap-up on the uh, PGA Championship, my G. Yeah, I think it's uh... – Weird valid wrap up, man. What a weird week, man. Weird week. Interesting tournament. I thought it was incredible. I mean, there's that's so exciting when it's weird like that. I mean, it just was, man, it was crazy. It was a wild one, but I I like it when they have to have a test like that. I mean, that course was absolutely stunning. My goodness. I mean, that might be the most beautiful next to Augusta that I've ever, like, on at least on TV, you know. Obviously, I wasn't there, but. People rave about what a it. Man. Beautiful course. People beautiful were rave course. about it going into yep. it all. You know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I guess I right. just didn't I mean I don't right. remember two thousand seven, you know. <laughs> I don't remember that. And it was cool watching just that just to watch the course. I mean it really reminded me a lot of Augusta, just the yeah, just the grass and the rolling hill. Man, it was beautiful. I love that creek going through. Everything was cool. Cool course. Really Shout out to the Oklahoma golf scene. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm excited to go play. I think there. I mean I'll be honest, I think the big winner this weekend was that golf course. I, I think that well, the, that's the golf why, course won. Right. Yeah. That's why the PGA championship moves it around and bounces mm-hmm. it around to all their different properties or uh, you know, to a bunch of different properties because it draws attention to those properties and they deserve that attention. Um, and this is a great example. A couple of years ago when they were in San Francisco, great example. You know, all of a sudden mm-hmm. people are playing that course again. From, you know, it's gorgeous. It's incredible, you know. Yeah. It's a good one. So yeah. do we know, before we get into this weekend, do we know where the PGA is next year? Yeah, it's, I saw it. I, now I forget. It's uh, it's a course they've played before. God, I, I just matter. watched it. Yes, I forget where it is. Yeah, it's – uh, oh, it's in New York, actually. Oh, uh, shit. I forget the name. Cottonwood or Cot- – I don't know. I forget. But, um, yeah, I believe it's in New York. I'm going to be um, in New York next week or week after that or something. Yeah, and U.S. Open coming up next is in Boston, so – Oh, oh wow! You should fly trees. out. We'll take. I'll take the train up and meet you. I love it. Love that idea. Um, twenty twenty three PGA Championship, Oak Hill Country Club, in okay. Rochester, New York. That is way yeah. up. That is the Rock. That's, yeah. that's where our friend Tyler's from. Oh yeah, that's right. It is a. It is a cold town, my G. That is where Kodak film was from. Interesting. Yeah, that I mean, with the new scheduling, that might be to talk about. That's going to be an interesting week again. I uh, guarantee it. There's going to be some weather and some uh, interesting things next year. So look forward to that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about this weekend. Uh, I love tournaments that go to playoffs. 
I like it when the yeah, golfer I cool. pick is in the playoff. My golfer wasn't even close this weekend. He had a very bad weekend. Made the cut. Mine got dead last. I think he literally got like fifth to last place in the entire thing. So can't yeah. like. I don't know what happened with him. He looked like he'd been on a bit of a bender too. I don't know if it's just the beard, but he looked. You know, he hadn't played since he won with Shoffley for like about a month. So I don't know what he's been doing for the last three weeks, but it. I don't think it was productive. Might have been uh, chilling in Vegas, baby, partying. Yeah, rightfully so. He might have finally just got that $10 million check from the FedEx, you know, from winning the FedEx. Like, when do you actually get paid, I wonder? I, bet I don't know how long it takes tells to clear. Me, yeah. check somebody, that size. Something tells me that check just got cleared. When you show you, up with the big golf check at the bank, it usually takes a minute <laughs> to make a deposit, you know? <laughs> But yeah, no, and it was just tough, man. It was, I think, I think he probably, I mean, he shot like a 77 the first day. And I think, you know, he rightfully so like probably just gave up the last day. I mean, there wasn't, he wasn't going to make the cut, you know, regardless, even though, I mean, he could have shot three or four under and made it, but three or four under was a stretch on that course. Yeah, um, it was a tough one, man. Only a couple people really had a good round. To, Tiger making the cut is again just absolutely just unreal. Awesome. I mean, we're going to talk about this season for him forever. I really believe. I mean, I'm just still baffled by him. I presume he's going to play St. Andrews. He is, but I think he might have to skip the U.S. Open. I don't really know. I mean, he's already scheduled to play not the Scottish Open, but 10 days before the British. It's just 36 old, like, uh, celebrity tournament or something. So he's clearly going to be in uh, that nick of the wood, you know, across the pond already. Pumped. Like, he's clearly going there. Are to, you talking about and, the Live tournament? He's not playing that. Nobody's playing no, that. no, no, no. He's playing in some, like, celebrity, like, uh, I don't know what it is. A, a, a pro-am. It's only two days. That Live series yeah, no. has a tournament in London. No, he's not doing it. It's just something else. I don't know what it's <laughs> called. It's nothing that we'll watch or anything, but it's just a good little warm-up. And St. Andrews is such an easy walk for him. They're like, I mean, it's just flatter than flat. I think I think he could do well. You know, he clearly has a lot of recovery to do. I mean, he was in so much pain even on Thursday this week. So, um, I still, what a valiant, valiant effort. Pretty pretty fun to watch. I, I mean, I, I, if anything, I think he could actually compete in St. Andrews. I think he should probably skip the U.S. Open personally, but. I mean, he's really got a lot of work to do, but I don't want to still see him in pain, man. He doesn't cool. owe me shit. Dude. I know. If it hurts, man, don't be out there just trying to like. I know. No, I'm really glad he didn't play on Sunday. I'm really glad he didn't play on Sunday. It's like, man, what's the point? You're just, you're even just being here. You're kind of going backwards with your recovery. So, like, just you know, you're in dead last place after the cut. Like, just. I, I'm glad that he didn't play. So now he's – I mean, he's – right now, right now he's on day two of back to recovery. You know, he said it. After, they're like, how long was your your recovery time after the Masters? He's like, oh, it was a long one, Monday. I took Monday off, and then I did a leg day on Tuesday. He's a it's like – he's just some – he's the man. But, he's, he's a monster. Um, yeah. There was a couple other people that I figured we should talk about that weren't that didn't really didn't really make the splash we expected, especially Scotty Shaw. Uh, 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 oh yeah, we he'd been humming, man. He'd been humming. He really had, and you know, 
I was kind of taken aback by his sort of his attitude. I mean, it's just one of those things. Everyone's playing the same course, okay? And yeah, the greens, for whatever reason, I don't really know what the reasoning behind why they're so bumpy. And, you know, JT said it after Thursday. It was just like, I mean, the greens are really, really bumpy. I don't really know why or what that – it's just different grass and it's really soft and, like, you could see it. Like, even though you fix your ball mark, like, the next day you could – I mean, you could see the little, like – it's almost like a red mark, you know, a brown, like, almost dead spot. And, you know, when you have 160-plus golfers, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of those little spots everywhere, and they don't – it just doesn't grow back quite as fast as other grass, I guess. I don't know. It was interesting, but – Everyone has to putt those. So, like, I saw Scotty getting really frustrated with – and the sand on the first day was, like, they were saying the sand wasn't deep enough, so they added sand to all the bunkers by Friday. I think he was just kind of – I don't know. I think he had kind of a bad attitude about it, which is – which makes sense, and I'm sure that tons of other golfers did too. But JT said it perfectly. I mean, we're all playing the same course. I mean, I don't – I mean – you got to play it. And that's where the, that's where maturity comes in, you know, like Scotty's really young and he hasn't played a lot of these things and, and he's not used to getting beat up, you know, and that's what Tiger said. He's like, if you're not ready to get your butt kicked by this course, then you're not ready for it. You know, you have to understand that not everything's going to work your way. Like it has the last five of seven tournaments, you know, I kind of think he got a little cocky, to be totally honest. Um, and he's going to learn from that and grow from that. He's going to be a great golfer for the rest of the year and for the rest of our lifetime, probably. So it's no big deal. I mean, he fought hard. He was only two over after the first day when he, at one point, he was like four or five over on Thursday and he made a few birdies. And actually, he was two under on the front nine and then just really had to grind the back nine just to get out of there with, I think, two over or one over. So, And then, yeah, just had a rough Friday. But, I mean, he put it all – I mean, he also got the wrong flip of the coin, even though so did Justin Thomas, where he was in the afternoon on Thursday, which got windy in the afternoon. And then yeah. – this is what I was – like, we need a meteorologist on here, Greg, because <laughs> we seriously do. Like, I was going to say that as a joke earlier, but I'm like, I'm dead serious. Like, what – all we should find someone to pop in and just give us the weather update of be, the, for the previous yeah. months. <laughs> but, but, but they didn't even know that it was going to be windy in the afternoon on Friday until, you know, bets are closed. You know, they started talking about that on Thursday. They're like, apparently, it's going to be windy in the morning on Friday, not the afternoon. And it's like, are you kidding me? That never happens. You know, the morning is usually nice and calm. People can get out there, shoot a good score. That's why they switch up. That's why when you play the afternoon on Thursday, you get to play the morning on Friday. But whoever played the afternoon on Thursday had to play the morning. They got the wrong, you know, end of the stick there. Yeah. Again, the winner of the tournament actually had to play there. And I'll tell you, talk about – I mean, I know he won the tournament, so it's well, obvious. But before boy, did he play a tough – before we get into him and and some of the other guys at the top, the other one, the other name I really wanted to bring up was was Rory. Like he had yeah. that incredible first day, and if he could have yeah. played even the rest of the weekend, he would have won. He won. 
seriously, he wins if you just – oh, man. But that course – It was so hard. I mean, everyone shot over par at one point. I mean, everybody struggled at least one day. I mean, JT shot like five over on Saturday, I think, and somehow eked it out, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't – again, I think Rory is really, really, really close. And I know I've said that about every week, but I'm telling you, he is right there. And I knew – he was going to come out on Sunday when it was kind of too late and play a killer round, which he really just played an incredible first nine. And then he kind of stumbled on the back a little, um, but man, he's right there. He is so close. Um, on Sunday, he literally lipped out five or six putts and still shot, I think a 68 or 69. Crazy. It was crazy. I mean, he was right there. He was, and you saw the ball lipping out for a lot of people. So it wasn't like, yeah. I mean, they were making good putts, but they were a little – I don't know. I'm not sure if we'd call those, like, super true rolling greens, but they just were what they were, you know, and everyone has to deal with it. So, um, and somebody's going to win. You know, somebody's yeah. going to win, somebody's going to lose. So. In a weird way, like, I love that, that JT won because he's, he's an easy guy to root for, you know? Absolutely. But in a – sorry, big plane. Um, in a weird way, I wish uh, – man, it's just such a sad story how how the kid from Chile lost. Oh, man. I, can't, I mean, that was – That T-box, that was, he just stepped up and it that was – That was the, the weirdest story. swing, wasn't it? Like, it was, he's kind of had sort of a sawed-off backswing all week. Right. But all that was a weird swing. Was gone, and I was still, like, dialed in because I was – No, yeah. I was definitely. I was cheering for him too. Everyone want. I mean, it, what a great story! And God, he he just played so well all week. And I think he. I thought with the under the circumstances, as in the course and the pressure of a major championship, he played seventeen incredible holes. I know there was a couple bogeys in there, but everyone was making bogeys. He played seventy-one. He literally played seventy-one, almost perfect holes, and then. God, I don't even – here's the thing, though. So, he knew that he was only up one, and that was from JT coming in hot at the end, making a couple birdies in the last four holes. Had JT not done that, had he been up two, then he just hits a three-iron off the tee, yeah, probably a no three-iron to the front of the green. Like, he's just going to purposely bogey the hole, which anyone could do. Him knowing he needed a par, he knew he had to – stripe a drive i mean not only hit a drive he had to hit a drive about 325 just to be like 180 yards out they're saying that's the hardest eight finishing hole in possibly all of golf um or at least say this season um i think it's the second hardest finishing hole in all of golf and the and the fur and number one this season so it wasn't you know and that creek is just it I mean, there's this huge hill. You didn't even really hit that bad of a shot. It just was, oh, that was brutal for that guy. I feel awful. But, you know, he seemed to take it good. He knows he's young, and he knows he learned a lot. I mean, there wasn't much to learn, though. You know, he he hit kind of one bad swing at the really wrong time, but he made the right play. It wasn't that you can't lay up. that You can't hit a three-iron there if you're trying to get a par. Absolutely not. But had he had a two-shot lead, which that's what you have to give it to Zalatoris and JT to p- keeping the pressure on is so important. 
you know, you can't be like, you know, going for the birdie, like, just because you think you have to get within one or get within or get the tie, you know, just keeping the, I know JT knew he's like, if I just got within one, he's going to have to have a really good hole on 18 just to tie me or, you know, a par on 18 was a, would be a great hole. And that's the only way he would be able to beat him. So I think him and Zalatoris had a good, you know, just keep it calm oh, and yeah. just get they a par. The and the pressure was on and it wasn't a two shot lead. So you're, you know, now you gotta, now you gotta get a par on the hardest hole in golf. So I'm, um, while we're talking about, you know, what I was my rooting, you know, how I was rooting, I am glad that Will Zalatoris didn't get the W. <laughs> I sort of am too. So, Greg, I have I, – I calmed down after – I was pissed on Thursday. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I just don't get it. You know, you got a home course that you could go really low at and you just – literally you can't. And then you come out and shoot 66-65 on the hardest course. and Like, this doesn't make any sense. You just you just didn't try last tournament at all. You know, like, that's – you know what – at the time I was pissed because, you know, these people need to understand that, you know, people are betting on you. As a professional athlete, you have to understand that, you know, <laughs> people have money on it, okay? Yeah, I know it's not their problem, can. but 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 also – in this situation, people's jobs are on the line, you know, like I, he made me look like an idiot, you know, he just did. And it pissed me off, but I forgave him because he had an interview on, I believe Saturday, maybe Friday or Saturday. I think it was Friday after his 65. And he was like, you know, I was really, really upset with myself after Byron Nelson. Like I went and worked really, really hard on my swing. I, you know, we found something that I was doing wrong and we fixed it and I came in here, but I was really pissed that a course that I love in Dallas that I played a hundred dot, like I could have, I should have destroyed that course and I didn't even make the cut. He's like, and I was pissed and I, and that makes me feel better. And honestly, what I realized, Greg, which you and I are going to make the schedule for next year. And of course we're going to talk about this, but I don't think I'll ever – I don't think I ever want to even gamble on a tournament before a major. I just don't – I think it's – if anything, it's my fault. It's like I think I could do my job better, and that's not picking those tournaments because I just don't – I just – you you know, gambling has this human aspect. It's so difficult to – not just – you know, we go through all these stats and all these things, but it's like at the end of the day, like you don't know – I mean, who knows? He might have accidentally drinking some unidentified substance the night before, you know? I don't know. That I mean, happens. we don't know what that happens. I mean, it happens to happens. the best, apparently. To the best. The absolute best. Um, <laughs> the thing is, when you, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because we didn't have the Byron involved before. You know, we just added Indeed. it this yeah. year. And there's... Um, and you're right. There are a lot of people that take the week off or treat that week differently. You know what I yeah. mean? They they treat that week as a warm up week, or they they yeah. they they approach they just approach with a different mentality. So exactly. You know, you might be right. You might be onto something. Maybe we'll just but and we like to switch it up. But I think that maybe I I personally would vote that we avoid that in the future. I mean, 
there's only four majors. So that means there's only four tournaments. Yeah. That are before. You know, I think I'm surprised with how the guys came out, say the tournament after the Masters. I was surprised how many people played that tournament and played it tough. You know. Yeah. Um. I'm What's okay that, with the Wells after. Fargo? Was that the Wells Fargo right after? I, well, it was the one right before the Wells Fargo that we didn't do. And I was oh, actually yeah, impressed yeah. that all these guys went from Augusta and went straight and kept playing golf, you know. I just think maybe next year we just don't do one before so that I don't get – at least so Casey doesn't get upset with these. Because, listen, the three guys I said who missed the cut, <laughs> Sam Burns, Zalatoris, and Gooch, I think – they all three got in like the top 20. I mean, Burns had a chance coming into the back nine on Sunday to make, a, he wouldn't need to make a bunch of birdies, but I think he was two under at one point, you know, five wins it or six or whatever. Um, Gooch made a few, you know, these are the three guys that didn't even make the cut at the easiest course ever last, last week. And it's like, what? That's where I'm just, it's not just Zalatoris. There's a bunch of people that pissed me off this week. And, <laughs> I think it's uh, – I'm taking it as my fault, Greg. I don't want to do – I just don't want to do those anymore. I don't think it's worth – it's too hard enough to pick winners in this sport when you're not wondering if they're going to actually show up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just – I think it was my fault. That's all. Zalatoris, I'm still a fan of him. I'm not – he didn't lose a fan, even though I said that on Thursday. But he's a good kid, great player, played his heart out. And, uh, you know, it was even in the playoff, unbelievable. I mean, you know, birdies are so hard to get all week and JT birdies, two of the three playoff holes. I mean, how do you, how do you beat that? It was incredible. Great, I like that great they played tournament. three. I love that. I wish they would do that every time. Really? Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. but, but you run the risk of having to finish on set on, on Monday because it, it, it you know, it, Oh yeah. If you push that three, then you got to play another three. That's why they started an hour before they did on Saturday on yesterday or on Sunday. Excuse me. Oh, I get you. They played it. They teed off an hour before they did the day before, but they're trying to give an extra hour just in case for those three holes. It takes about forty-five minutes. Yeah. And then um, it could go more. All right. Well, bravo to JT, man. Absolutely, I agree. And. uh the guy's also, a pro. He's a pro. He's he's really he's he's become one hell of a, of a golfer. And you know, this is the second PGA Championship, and uh, you know, he's really it, it's really uh, he's not just like a good young golfer anymore. He's just like a good golfer. He's a he's a hell of a pro. Yeah. So we got a one last thing before we leave. Um, you know, I like to just talk about the fantasy just real quick, but this is impressive. Okay. First of all, my, uh, you know, the intern Brian and his dad, my uncle Ray, both picked him and a couple other people. But also, Johnny Britton, my best friend's cousin down in L.A., he has 8 million points. He's picked four winners. And we've only – how many tournaments have we had? Like eight, I think? It's incredible. It's insane. Like, this is the most competitive league ever. Like, people are just – I mean, I had four winners last year total. It sucks. He's got six tournaments left, I think. It sucks because we can't find out his picks until the tournament starts. So, no, this is what I'm – I already texted him. I was like, do you think you could give us your pick before the next tournament so we could say it on the podcast? And so he, we can bet it. But, well, bet – that's a good point. So, we'll bet <laughs> it. 
but but I guess you're right. We, he can't give up his pick to the rest of the the listeners. That's good. yeah. He well, can't. We can't expect him to tell us on Tuesday. You know, yeah, what I mean? that's but true. If we if I mean maybe he can tell us on like Wednesday midnight. <laughs> that's <laughs> true, and we won't put it on the podcast. But Greg and I are definitely betting. Like, this <laughs> dude's betting. on fire, on fire. I told him I was like, you realize. If you would have been betting these with Vegas, we would be so rich. He's like, I know. Dang it. (laughs) You got to trust yourself. He's on fire. California's about to vote, right? Or they're about to open it up. There's something about to happen in California. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, I told him, I was like, if you give us your bet, we'll make a bet for you. All right? (laughs) Because you are on fire. And I will tip him. Anyway, Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's been a fun league, and it's extremely competitive. I mean, Brian, intern Brian's just right below him. He has almost seven million. But I think he's picked three winners. There's still some really big paychecks coming up too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, When's our next uh, podcasting tournament? I believe it's the U.S. Open. What? uh, We just go. <laughs> yeah, I think we go. It's three weeks though now. Yeah, and it's uh, I believe it's just mid June, June eighteenth or something like that. So no, first we have Muirfield. Oh, you're right. Yep, yep, yep. First we have Muirfield. Unless, isn't that the one we got rid of for Byron Nelson? I thought. Oh, did we? We may have. We may. Have. I'm almost sure it's the U.S. Open, but but I can look right now, real quick. Yeah, look real um, quick because Muirfield. If we have Muirfield, it's only a week off, and then. We have another week off in between that and Brooklyn. Next tournament is the Memorial. At Muirfield, baby. I love that yeah, tournament. You're right. I'm glad okay. we, then, I'm glad then it's U.S. Open. Then there's we go like. There, there's something so comforting that, you know, when all of a sudden it's time for the, the Memorial, you know, at Muirfield, it's fucking. Oh, I don't know. So that's. That's only next. I mean, we'll have a week off, and then we're back. So Correct. I'm going to talk we to you one week off. Week, week from today, or right. a week, yeah, a week from today, we'd talk. Yeah. Um, I look forward to it. Yeah, I look forward to it too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, that's a fun one, man. That's a fun one, and we know, we know one thing, going into this tournament every year. We've learned. One thing about this tournament. Don't take Jason Day. Don't bet Jason Day. That's right. <laughs> but he's playing really good right now. Like, I'm gonna want to take him again. That's, I know it. That's how they Watch, get. I bet he plays. I bet he plays really good next week if he's playing. Or and this, we're gonna you know, bring it up, and we're gonna talk and about gonna it, like, and we're yeah. gonna talk ourselves into it, and we're gonna. Kick yes, ourselves. we are. Oh man. Oh man. Or no, we're gonna not bet it and then he's gonna finally win. Of but. course, of course. <laughs> I love doing this with you, Casey. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. All right, buddy. Well listen, it's the end of the pod. We can't just say goodbye. We can't do that. That's right. We have to be responsible and say um BYA Bushwood is part of B-Y-A-P-N, B-Yappin, the Bet Your Ash podcast network, and is available on, as in addition to BetYourAsh.com, is available on Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and one of the others. I forget the other one. 
but it make sure you're sharing it and uh rating it five stars and leaving reviews because those are the things that um really help us as a podcast and and you know we need help yeah we do we need help <laughs> we need help all right but we'll do it again next right. uh, next time all right all right my man <laughs>